You're listening to the Kerry Woodham Mornings Podcast from Newstalk ZB. Must admit, I'm feeling, despite the topic we're going to get into today, it is a gorgeous morning in my in our part of the world, and I hope it is where you are as well. But um, nothing like a bit of sunshine on a sort of, I don't know, what is it? It's still spring officially. Yes, it is. Of course it's spring. God, it's not summer yet. Imagine that. It will be summer before we know it, of course. Um... Anyway, look, I don't mind telling you that I sort of avoided talking about this topic a couple of days ago because it's simply grim. Uh, but the revelations are continuing following the death of baby, uh, the baby known as Baby Roo, with the latest including that the uncle of the slain toddler has criticised Oranga Tamariki, saying that he asked the agency back in December to remove the child from the family home. And so it's, you know, the Groundhog Day-style navel-gazing examination begins uh, with the inevitable accusations that Oranga Tamariki is not up to the job. Uh, There probably haven't been too many of us who haven't thought that simply the fact that the baby was named Ruthless Empire, I mean, God, Ruthless Empire, um, that should have been a red flag from the start. I mean, seriously, who names a beautiful little baby Ruthless Empire? Anyway, look. Look, that's probably just a distraction, really. Or is it? I don't know. First first rig flag. But anyway, um, maybe a bit of a distraction when the inevitable questions about who is to blame begin and whether Oranga Tamariki is fit for purpose. It's not helped by the revelation that more than 50 children have died since the establishment of the agency. But isn't the fact simply that they have an impossible job and it's just lazy it's, and easy to make them the culprit when, in fact, the picture, the, the, the failure of these children ultimately surely goes back to the communities and the families in which they reside. And look, that's also, we've got to be careful not to blame, bl- place blame too widely either in a scattergun approach because members of the, the wider family, it seems, were concerned, as we see from the uncle who had complained about the safety um, of this child to Orangatamariki. I think it's important also to acknowledge that, you know, if you're working for Oranga Tamariki, surely you are there because you want to make a difference. And the very last thing you want to see it is, is a, a, catastrophic, a catastrophic failure that results in a child's death. I can't help but think of other agencies that are often under fire because, well, such as Pharmac for not providing all the medicines we need, when simply it's an impossible task when there is a limited resource trying to cope with an inexhaustible supply of problems. Just look at the stats. Around 70,000 complaints received a year. 70,000 a year. 38,000 um, had investigations completed. Around 51,000 individual children. That's that's 1% of our population. 57 child homicides since Oranga Tamariki came into being seven seven years ago. So, of course, there'll be questions. People who want to see Oranga Tamariki disestablished and a new agency set up. But what's that going to achieve? Who's it going to be staffed by? Probably the same people who work for the agency right now who struggle with the scale of the problem that they have to deal with. Uh, Are we going to require that every child is uplifted when there is a question raised about their safety? Well, there'll be those who say that's the right answer, but then we'll see stories of communities objecting to children being removed and destroying... The, well, we've seen those stories, don't we? Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Children being removed and destroying the family in those communities in which they live. But one thing that's certain is, I reckon, as soon as we're relying on a government agency to provide all the answers, we've demonstrated that we're failing as a society 
and as communities, when that government agency sh- can surely only be as effective as the willingness within the communities it serves to help them do their jobs. Personally, I think the problems go a lot deeper. Uh, it's an easy sort of conclusion to draw, isn't it? But the ongoing narrative that we have in society that people's problems are always someone else's fault, the lack of demanding personal responsibility, entrenched reliance on the welfare state, the list goes on. But let's be honest, we're only another few news cycles away from another tragedy just like this. For more from Kerry Woodham Mornings, listen live to News Talk ZB from 9am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.